Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. And the endlessly entertaining, uh, just good energy. And there's something about you. I don't know what it is. Just some, you know some people come in a room and they just suck the energy out of a room, energy vampires room? Adam Conover is different. You are the opposite. You come in and it's like, that's a nice feeling. We're going to have an okay time. I try to bring it every day. That's You're like a great waiter. <laughs> You just know the second you bring drinks, I'm like, we're going to like this I'm getting guy. add-ons. Yeah. I'm going to. You know what? Much. When he pushes desserts, we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, Adam's at the Tempe Improv this weekend. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, if you want to go, TempeImprov.com. And, of course, uh, go through it every time. But uh, the thing you're probably most known for outside of just being pleasant is uh, Adam Ruins Everything. Correct. Which is one of my favorite things to ever come up on the Internet. Thank That's what the so Internet much. was for. Thank you. Initially, the Internet was invented to educate <laughs> and bring us all together through some type of hate, because I think hate unites us. <laughs> and you would bring a topic to everybody's attention and yep. say, you know, you've been bamboozled. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we did that show on True TV on cable television for many years, but a lot of people saw it on, on YouTube and yeah. think of it think of it as YouTube. I am now making new videos on yeah. YouTube and, and uh, podcasting and stuff like that because that's where, where yeah. my audience is. But, yeah, we had we did like a couple hundred uh, uh, segments at yeah. YouTube of that show. I mean, last time we were here, we talked about like I think every one of them. I was fascinated by every <laughs> single thing, like the things you were fooled by. What are you focusing on now? Like what is your podcast about now? Well, uh, so now I'm doing very similar content on. Uh, on YouTube, and I'm still trying to, you know, dispel myths. Yeah. Uh, I just did a video on AI. Uh, What's the fa- okay? I was my question for you. It. Damn it, you go. read my mind. What let's, a great waiter, Adam yeah, Conover. Let's is. get into it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll, I'm in. I'll yeah. take two of those. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, when uh, you hear these companies talk about AI, we need to acknowledge just AI is a marketing term, right? Okay. They, they uh, artificial intelligence, very non-specific what they mean by that. They're trying to make you think of some. Oh, we've invented some 
super powerful brain that's going to replace you. It's going to start talking to you. It's going to become conscious, all these sorts of things. The technology they actually invented is much simpler than that. You know, it's literally just something like chat GPT. Yeah. It's like a word calculator. You know, it's able to look, you feed it a whole bunch of words. It's able to output similar words, right? Right. That doesn't mean it can replace, like, people are like, oh, it's going to replace lawyers and stuff like that. Right. Completely impossible for it to do that because it doesn't know anything about the outside world. It can't actually talk to other people. It just outputs cool words. But right? we're right. under the understanding it does. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. About, I've that's talked to, that's, yeah. what, that's how they're selling it to I've us. I've talked to a lawyer who does appeals uh-huh. and he said and, and even uh, kevin Rowe was in here last yeah. time he's a lawyer uh, and he said uh the thing that's scary is it replaces how we lawyer uh-huh not necessarily it'll replace the people but yeah. it will make it uh his words were it makes it less necessary to have a team uh-huh so like if you and i are 13 people deep in research this will do it for us there's it's gonna you can download it. all the cases is that what you what you found too well so uh, what you're the problem that we're going to have with it and uh that what the ai companies want to do is even though the technology i don't believe is good enough to replace a lawyer or a writer or any right. or a radio host sure right? um, i don't know have you heard most of the radio <laughs> there's a few of them sure. adam's wrong about there that. might be an improvement let me ruin this oh, for you I, i'm sorry i thought you had pride in your profession no 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 no, no. i can't My stand mistake. this business it's a mess it's filled with douchebags and I and I'm like I'm like yeah I'm like the I'm one of them I have to admit I'm in it so but I don't well, like it so so the companies want to use this product to uh to to employ less people that's their eventual goal even though it's worse for everybody so I I think of it kind of similar to automated phone trees with customer service right okay. where in order to reduce the number of you know it used to be you'd hi- hit zero on your phone you get an operator you call customer service you get a person right away yeah. and that person could actually help you because they're a human being who can talk to you <laughs> right, right. and then over over the course of 30 years, over the course of my lifetime, they started, oh, you know, you choose the touch tone yeah. and now you can just, you know, like uh, you call American Airlines and they're like, uh, you know, read, uh, tell me the name of your, of your yeah. what is your destination it city? And you, to, everything. And, you, yeah. and, you, and you start to go like, agent, agent, like, <laughs> right. get me, representative, <laughs> right? Because you know that the phone tree can't help you, right? right? Yes. And so that is what they want to turn yeah. every job into. How right? old are you, And, by and that would be worth, I, I just turned 40 recently. Okay, so you just turned 40 so you're you're on that cusp of understanding uh humans need humans yes and i'm starting to wonder and i don't think i think it starts at like eight Mm -hmm. i don't think it's beyond that but i think around eight and less than is a generation that is going to be told they don't yeah so the phone tree matters to you and i and i'm with you screaming representative (laughs) is my life human being zero 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 but uh i think that the like the two generations from now will not feel that way I think people will always need people. I think that, look, I grew up in, uh, I, I grew up as one of the first generations with the internet. You know, yeah. the, uh, the cable company, we were one of the first houses in our town to get the cable modem right into our house. My parents put it right into my room for some reason. <laughs> really? And, and so I had, you know, in 1998, I had like a Dell PC and I was mainlining internet. You they know? were tired of you and, jerking off in the main room. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah they, were, they, were like, they were like, Adam can do that. Just close yeah, the door. Just get him a TV in his I room. I mean, that's, you, you speak the truth, my friend. That is, I, I discovered, I, 
had a sexual awakening uh, of a very different kind than most people. What is this? Let's do. <laughs> let's go. The Your internet. Computer. Now I want to know all of it. I know oh, that. Now I mean, I you know, there were there were forums at that time. I mean, yes. we didn't have Reddit yet. But yeah, you had was, to read what you were yeah, having. You could done do to a you. lot of. What am I into? There's a forum for everything. And like, I haven't <laughs> spoken to a girl yet, but I can. Uh, th- there's there's wealth of images yeah. and text I can I can yeah. pour through. That that was the uh, equivalent of the Playboy off of the. It really was. It was amazing how fast fifty one year old creeps uh, figured out uh, technology <laughs> once it came to. I can talk to yep. young boys over in Kentucky. I'm in. Oh, I, oh yeah. wait, is that, chat is that was, who I was? That chat? was who you were talking wait, no, to. No, yeah. she said that she was eighteen yeah. years old and lived in my town. No, she, yeah, really? I, I knew oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I knew it was. A, what, I knew it was it an old man. It all changed when they had audio. I knew, I'm Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put my vagina in you. I'm like, That's, I don't think this works that way, sir, ma'am. So, so look, I, I, but even though I was one of those kids, I grew up being, you know, uh, skeptical of certain kinds of technology and right. corporations. Of, you know, I knew the human element was important, you know, and I think that people will continue to, and they'll continue pushing back yeah. against these things. Like people yeah. are, people are, think that there, there are people out there who think that every pop song is going to be written by AI. Yeah. Muzak has existed for like fifty years. People Very have true. always hated, hated it. Very right? true. And, and we still need those artists and et cetera. The human emotional connection has to be through art. Like yeah. art, art can't have computers simulate it to the to great art. It can it can do the average. How does something yeah, like I think, you know. Neuralink differ from that? Because that's the one that uh, I, I think like that stuff. Yeah. I mean, Neuralink. Here's here's the thing. I've started to believe. I've started to take the strategy that if Elon Musk says something, I believe the opposite is going to happen. Really? So, yeah, when he says uh, uh, Neuralink is one of his companies with the brain-computer interfaces, uh, I did see that they just uh, filed for some kind of FC, uh, FDA, uh, uh, you know, ability to run a test of some kind. Um, but, you know. Would you volunteer I'm- for that? <laughs> I'd be there tomorrow. Not if it's, I mean, do you know how many monkeys they've killed? Like a lot of monkeys. <laughs> That's true. That, that, that company is like killing chimps left and right by put, trying to put stuff in their heads. I mean, look, Elon said he was going to Mars 10 yeah, years ago, true. never did it. The self-driving cars have uh, uh, appeared to be just an entire boondoggle, right? Very where, true. Where, you know, it's good cruise control. They invented super cruise control. <laughs> but they told, right? But it is true. You're absolutely like, right. Good for how far they came along with SpaceX and stuff. I mean, SpaceX a lot is of people exception. are like yeah. looking yeah. at that. This guy is. Yeah. SpaceX is pretty impressive just because it comes back. Well, here's the here's my skeptics' position for SpaceX because yes, yeah, SpaceX uh, they they invent rockets that only sometimes blow up. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Pretty good. The, pretty last, good track the last one blew up big, and they were like, "It was a great success. It blew yeah. up exactly like we thought it would." Like, all right, that's some spin. It's a low bar, but. You know, it used to be the it used to be the federal government sent people to space, right? Yeah. Um, that was NASA and all that. And then, you know, starting about the '90s to the Bush era, they said, you know what? Let's stop having the government do this. Let's outsource it to private companies. Yeah. And SpaceX just raised their hand and was like, "Hey, yeah, we'll we'll suckle at that government teat. Yeah. yeah, give us give us government money." And now they build the rockets instead of NASA. And I'm like, all right. I mean, that's a good way to make money if you're Elon. But I don't know if it's. I, I think the idea that they sort of revolutionized anything. Thing is right. A, I mean, they're a government space contractor. That's like saying you know Boeing does the same. That's thing. true. That is true. Uh, yeah, they're, and they're getting that yeah, money. I, and, and I didn't even research. know that, that yeah. they would get government money. Oh yeah, yeah. Because no, it always sounds like he's flipping the bill. Well, on. in order to fly, you have to have the approval of the the big boys. Yeah. So yeah, even to get involved, they're you know NASA's outsourcing to them. They're like, yeah. okay, great, we'll send the astronauts on your rocket. The thing about AI is that these companies are selling it so much as the big next revolution. They're yeah. staking everything on it. 
And I think part of it is because they have to, because they actually are out of new innovations. You know, the iPhone, smartphone was a huge new innovation. The internet was a huge new innovation. Since then, everything they've come up with has been, they're really trying to make it happen. You know, they tried to make crypto happen. Crypto flopped. They tried to make the metaverse happen. It never existed. AI is a little bit realer than those. But when I look at it, I'm like, this is, this is 99% hype. They invented a pretty cool algorithm that output, you know, chat GPT is pretty cool. Pretty amazing. But it also, makes up a lot of stuff. And so yeah. the fact that they're, so do we. they're trying to jam it into every search engine, yeah. you know, That's like true. literally I asked Jack GP2, who's Adam Conover? And it told me Adam Conover is a writer, comedian, and he's a producer on the Simpsons. And I'm like, no, <laughs> Congratulations. I'm not. I wish. Wow, nice My gig. mom would be so impressed. <laughs> nice yeah, gig. exactly. And- Some of your episodes though were the best ones. I mean, the monorail, <laughs> thank, come on. Thank I mean, that you was for brilliant. saying so. That was brilliant. But this is the technology that Google wants to answer our search right. queries. I'm like, it's, it, it is not, it is fundamentally not good technology yeah. for that. So they're trying to use this technology to do things that can't. Yeah, don't you think it's, it's more just uh, all of us having a fear of being irrelevant that we want to grab it and 100%. say, we get it? Exactly right. Yeah. Like Everyone is so quick in this country to say, oh boy, a computer could do my job. No, yeah. It's coming, man. Yeah. You'll yeah. see. Yeah. Some jobs, over yes, 10 years. They're, they're going to need somebody to work that thing, you, uh, you know, eventually. Yeah. So, you yeah. got to have a little, you got to have a little pride in yourself. You uh, it, it, that's it, w- the scary part of it, though. What? Who actually, you know, chat GPT, yeah. the person that's running that. But see, that's and there's where, where people's fear comes in. Dr. Yeah. Evil. The guy gets, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's been the fear. Uh, we learned that just yeah. the other day when uh, it was Samuel Morris. Uh, the first thing he ever put on a telegraph, he Morse code, what hath God wrought? <laughs> yeah. So I, it dawned on me at 845 yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Every technology has scared the living hell out of every human being. Absolutely and right. Samuel Morse, who invented Morse code, said, I can talk to somebody in St. Louis. Yep. This is witchcraft. Yep. And so here's what I say to that, because uh, every technology has scared people. Every technology has opened new vistas to us, right? Some uh, some technologies have like hurt people, put people out of sure. work, stuff like that. But they don't have to. It's a choice by the people who invent and deploy the technology to decide whether they're going to use it to hurt people or to help right. people. And so whenever you hear someone say, oh, we have to do X, Y, Z because AI is going to replace everybody. I'm like, yeah. we don't ha- – it doesn't have to if the people who are – you know, the, the people who run the tech industry yeah. don't want it to. And so we, we don't need to be so sure. scared of the technology. We can point at them and say, hey, Elon, you know, develop whatever you want. But don't lie about it. Don't, you know, use it specifically to screw people over. Right. Um, well, I just found out from Brad that you're an AI version of Adam Conover selling us that we shouldn't be afraid of you. This is an unbelievable <laughs> You have discovered lie. me. It's all a lie. Oh, my God. Andy, Andy's old technology deep down. He's Stephen Hawking's computer. <laughs> it's so Who natural. Knew? I didn't realize it. They oh. have discovered my secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, do you get any blowback from people? Like, what's the argument coming back at you? Like on podcasts, the difference between you and the True Show was you did yeah. it and you went home. Yeah, <laughs> and now on a podcast, you get—I'm sure—you get blasted comments, on Instagram and YouTube everything. Else. Comments, yeah. I mean, look, people are really dedicated to their technology. There's a lot of people who want to believe that AI is going to change everything. That's and, me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. I want it to take over. I Why want, is that? I want an overlord. I'm tired of people screwing it up. <laughs> It's time we had the aliens come back and say, nope, we'll, we've got this. And then we're like, all right, let's just get back out in the field and start working. I think a lot of people feel that way. They just want yeah. a computer to tell them what to do, you know? Right. It's it's, uh, yeah. it's a lot less messy than, than people. Now, don't you think, though, that eventually, and you know this more than anybody, because I think I watched one of your episodes about this, uh, that once porn gets hold of this thing <laughs> and starts putting it in robots, yeah. we do have a problem. 
Wait, how how do you mean put porn in robots? Well, they've been working on those sex dolls for the oh, longest yeah. time. And then Japan has the uh, now the not just an automated desk at hotels, but like fake people can warm the parts that chat vibrate. Have you seen that? Wow. Pulsating no, I at, at the desk of the, it's not everywhere. This sounds like a Japan problem. This is this well, is, they're the ones who do it. They, they, they've yeah, got yeah. the small hands to make these things. I mean, we're in trouble at <laughs> So they built these uh, these these hostesses to say welcome yeah. to the hotel. And you know, the AI wasn't there yet. It was you know programmed yeah. response and things and it could hear you and respond you're like wow that's neat or sometimes you'd say like i'd like a room for three the boston yeah. red sox scored three runs like what in the hell is she talking about <laughs> but now if you get ai to where there's an actual conversation yeah because there's the girl who uses her youtube page and gave ai the chance and it just took her image and everything else and now for the girlfriend experience yeah the ai her will talk to you and be naked for you, you can over send in for the- like 500 bucks so if they put this in these sex dolls and yeah. give them some you're going to have a lot of guys who are struggling to find a girl or whatever that actually want. converse and that actually has a relationship yeah. that's not warm. I think we uh, first porn I, changes everything I always. think we already have I think there's already a lot of guys doing that right but it could it could become supercharged yeah. um and one of the interesting stories that came out of AI is that I forget the name of the chat I think it's called Replica it's a chat bot it's just an app that you can you know chit chat with it says hello Adam how are you and you reply to right. it but it sort of learns from you talking to it and it's just you just have a conversation with it. Um, but uh, the original version of it let you, like, basically dirty talk and, like, have yes. essentially text sex with it. You know, I am unbuttoning your XYZ. <laughs> um, and so people got, like, really deep. You can imagine, you know, people who are lonely will just, like, sit and text this thing all day. Sure. And then they removed the feature after a year that let you – that they, they made it not dirty. They removed all of the sex stuff. They took stuff. the good stuff they out. They took the good stuff out. And people were – if you look at, like, Reddit, people were heartbroken. They were like, no, my <laughs> – She's gone. She's gone. Where'd she go? It's like the movie. It's like the movie. Her. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But, but uh, here's the thing: the technology doesn't need to be very good for people to do that because That's true. people will imprint upon anything. The blow up doll, for instance. Exactly. Your yeah, imagination. You yeah. Exactly. It enhances it. That's the human imagination. That's yeah. not technology being scary. That's humans being stupid, and that's never changed, and it never will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that is true. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah. Exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. The freaky part of it is where you download, you know, uh, an image of your mom or whatever. A dead mom. Talking about porn, man. (laughs) Jesus Christ. going? Take a laugh. Bear with me. Wow. Okay, we give him we give him some grace, but he's got about dead 15 wife. seconds. Stop saying dead. Oh, dead brother. Okay. And all of a sudden you what? can converse with and them. And you can make and a scene with yeah, the two of them. And, yes, and yeah. dead mother is stuck in the dryer and, and dead brother. Next thing you know. Yeah, no, you can talk with them. There was yeah. there was somebody wrote an article about they loaded, and it's so morbid, they loaded um, 
like all of the text conversations they'd ever had with their uh, dead significant other, I think it was a girlfriend, yeah. into a chat bot so they could chat with Keep it her alive. and described what it was like. They said it was horrible and eerie to yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. it's not. That's just not normal. Yeah. yeah there's, there's, there's the uh, inevitability. You got to face reality occasionally. And, if yeah. that's, and there is that moment where I think it's going to be generational that some people will handle it and some people won't. Yeah. And I think that's where the real fear, I, again, it's the fear of irrelevance. Once I read what Samuel Moore said about his own invention, which is the same <laughs> thing the AI guys are doing in Congress, yeah. is what, what hath God wrought is in an 1844 yeah. way of saying, yeah. I'm scared to death of what we but, can do with it. Okay, here's the thing about those AI guys in Congress, though, is yeah. that that is that, that is a line that they're feeding us. Because oh, really? when, when the open AI guy, Sam Altman, goes to Congress and says, I want you to regulate, you need yeah. to regulate because we're so scared. The reason he's saying that is he's got, first of all, the only company that makes AI that's big enough to handle the regulation. He knows if they regulate the company, uh. he's got a seat at the table. He can get the regulations that he wants in. And he's, you know, he's got a hundred billion dollars from Microsoft. Yeah. He can. That's money for those guys. Right. He, he, he can get around the regulations. That's why Mark Zuckerberg's always asking for regulation too, yeah. because he's got all the money. It's the small companies that get choked out by the regulation. Uh-huh. And so. The regulation helps them establish a monopoly. And then the other piece of it is the more that he sells this idea of the science fiction version, it's going to become conscious. It's going yeah. to take over the world. It's going to start turning the world into paper clips. You know, <laughs> that that uh, th- he says, I'm so worried about that. And I'm the smartest guy in the world. So you need to do what yeah. I say. Um, he creates this aura of mystique about like the same as Elon Musk saying, I'm going to go to Mars. Elon Musk can't go to Mars. He's he's been saying he's going to like literally he's been moving the time frame ahead every year. Yeah. He's been doing that in order to create this aura of a genius yeah. so that you do what he says. And you know that that bubble's punctured a little bit with Elon Musk. I think the same thing needs to happen to to this guy going like, "Look, you made a cool algorithm yeah. that can output dirty fanfic if I load a lot in." <laughs> Good job, but that doesn't mean you understand the future of humanity or we should let you drive it. Like we can yeah. have skepticism about, about sure. what you're saying. Have you done dirty fanfic with it? And to what? I thought my skin. <laughs> <laughs> hey boy, he froze. I killed Adam Connell. Like, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I wish what, I could what is tell the fan you. you know what I get it to do is I actually get it to write, uh, I get to write fanfic about myself. Because is that right? You they, include yourself They've in ingested it. enough Adam Ruins Everything episodes <laughs> that I can go, write me an, a, a, an episode of Adam Ruins Everything where, you know, Adam takes the president hostage. and or Really? Whatever. Yeah, you can make it do that stuff. Here's the weird thing, though. <laughs> Is that That's it, kind you know, of vain, isn't it? It is. Well, I, look, no, you're there's actually, a lot of people. So there's Everybody's of, Googled themselves, but nobody's kidnapped the president in a fantasy. Yeah. There's a lot of people in L.A. right now who are worried about, you know, oh, is uh, is AI going to write movie scripts and television scripts and right. stuff like that? And, and uh, so I was playing around with it to see what, what it could do. And the, and the yeah. strange thing is all it can really do is output an average of everything that's been fed into it. Yeah. So it can make something that seems like a great Adam Ruins Everything episode from the past. It can like yeah. reproduce something that's been fed into it already. Can't do anything new. That's the right. that's the thing that I discovered. Unless I use my human brain to come up with a fun scenario to ask it right. for. Yeah, you, it, have to, you have to input its idea. Exactly. It is right. pretty amazing how quickly it'll fire off an episode of a TV show. Exactly. It doesn't right. mean it's good. Yep. But it'll do it. And I was yep. playing with it, too, and had it write a couple episodes of, like, dramas and yep. silly things. And it would do it. Yep. But uh, it was it was amazing how fast it did. But you're right. It didn't say, hey, I've got an idea. But it can yeah. give you a halfway decent template. Oh, right? sure. Like, you yeah. take that. No, Look, yeah. uh, uh, here's what it can't do. Is, yes, it can give you a template. But, you know, for comedy, right, for writing a joke. When you write a joke, 
it is it's the one of the most complex creative things imaginable because yeah. I have to think about if I'm telling a joke on this show right here I have to think about okay who's watching this show where yeah. are they they're sitting in their car they're they, you know they're in Phoenix they're in Tempe I'm talking to John here what's their uh, what, what kind of joke do they like what's in the news right. what do they think about Elon Musk you know right. what did he do recently I have knowledge of the world that the yeah. algorithm doesn't have and so I have that connection with the audience that's what I'm going to have you know tonight at Tempe I'm going to yeah. be uh, I'm going to be good at job. the improv thank you well, not, I'm watching you do it I'm watching you do it it's magic it's <laughs> a great Joke. <laughs> so we're going to be, you know, it, it's it's humans understanding humans, and it's a very complex thing. When you ask Chad GPT to write you a joke, it, the jokes are like, "Well, that just happened." Yeah, uh, uh, you know, or whatever. Yeah, like, how do you? Yeah, exactly. But again, it's in its infancy. It is. So it will it will figure out how to adapt to what we tell it to adapt to eventually. And I think the fear is it has invented a couple of things. It made uh, old videotape 4K. Oh, and sure. No one knows how it did it yet. That's the amazing thing. We've been trying to figure that out for years. Take old video and make it look new. Yeah. And that one dude just asked it, can you do this? And it did a Rick roll on us. It, Rick, it did Rick Astley and it came out great. And then they were like, what did you do? And it couldn't explain. It was just like, you asked me to do this. I did it. There's no like magic. It's just. Well, it, it, so th- there's a lot of, u- there's a lot of like use cases like that where, you know, if you want to, if you want to manipulate video in that kind yeah. of way, um, it's absolutely useful for that kind of thing. But, um, I just think people shouldn't underrate their humanity because, uh, yeah. you know, there's so much like little pieces of contextual information that you have as a human watch, walking around in a world that until they literally have invented data from Star Trek, yeah. until it's literally yeah. that good, yeah. it's not going to be good enough to tell a joke like a stand-up. You make a great you know? point. You said uh, that people underrate their humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like what radio does to cut its own face off because technology scares it. Exactly right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. We know that, you know, the sort of algorithmic uh, version of the radio that saves them money, but it's not as good as what is done by humans here who understand their community and are talking to each other. People listening to that, to the show know that. And they're annoyed by the, you know, algorithmic stations with the fake DJs and stuff like that. And the nationwide contest, they try to fool you. It's it's like when you call the the service and they're like, hello, I am Steve. I am from Phoenix as well. Like, no, you're not. Don't. Like, you immediately get people. One thing people will always hate. I've said this from the beginning. Uh, we don't mind being lied to. We hate being fooled. Uh huh. And yep. when people are fooled and they find out, there's no forgiveness. Yep. None. Uh, you yep. can be lied to and go, I understand the guy was covering his ass and all that, but you yep. cannot be fooled and then like get away with it. People and, have and people have incredible BS detectors. Yes. And, he, and here's the thing with AI. I'll, I'll get off the soapbox, but there's so much AI content where you know, oh look at look at the video that AI made. Look at the art that AI made. Look at the story it wrote. In a year, people are going to be sick of it because yeah. it's they're going to be onto something new. They're going to be like it's going to be like crypto all over again. Yeah. We're, we're, we're sick of looking at the bored apes yeah. and we're sick of looking at this AI stuff. <laughs> right. And now I want to see a human make something new. Unless AI gets strong enough to tell us we have to watch it, and then we <laughs> won't have a choice anymore. Adam, you keep your eyes open. This is the Napster, and you're being Metallica. What else is what, what other uh, than AI has got your attention recently? Let's see. I did a I did a video a little while ago on the uh, you know the Patagonia guy who donated oh, all. Yeah. All the money, right? Um, to uh, he donated the entire company to charity. I did yeah. a video on how that's BS um, and how it's not true. It's he not didn't true. do it. Well, he donated. So he donated the company. So the story was to refresh everybody. It was late last year. 
that he, the guy, the owner of Patagonia, this billionaire Yvon Chouinard, donated the company to protect the environment. He made right. it a nonprofit. Um, in fact, what he donated it to was a foundation that he and his family solely control. They control everything that the foundation does, and they will continue to have sole control of the company in perpetuity. Oh. Um, and the reason that they are doing this is because they avoid like hundreds of millions in taxes. Um, because if he were to die, you're going to get killed. He sold. I, I did get killed, but also a lot of people agree with this. No, I mean like physically, argument. this guy's going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Like I know you're going to get beat up on the internet, and I think I might agree with. You? Here come the Clintons. But yeah, the Clintons are on their way. You're done. Uh, there, oh, somebody's digging a hole in our parking lot. Yeah. Oh my God. Is she, is she behind it? It's Patagonia shovels and backpacks and everything. It's Some guy with the hiking boots with those spikes on yeah. there. So he, so he bamboozled us. Yeah. And, yeah no I mean, so, so he solely owns the company, right? Yeah. If he were to die and have it be given to his kids, uh, he would have to pay gift tax on it. He doesn't want to pay that gift tax or, or a state tax. Right, right. He have to pay a state tax. Um, uh, he doesn't want to pay that those taxes. So what he's doing is he's donating the uh, he's quote donating the company to a five hundred one c four, not a five hundred one c three. Five hundred one c threes are nonprofit. Yeah. This is a uh, it, it's a like political organization. It can make political donations to candidates and stuff like uh, that. He's donating it to that, so he pays no taxes on that donation, and then his kids. Are now he and his kids are now the people who solely control that five hundred one c four. So the money just scooted over. The money, the money scooted over. Yeah. yeah, and and you know they, rather than to give the state yeah. or the thing all this Correct. money. Yeah. Right. Correct. Okay. And so now That's, you know they don't technically own the money. They just own or they solely control the foundation that controls the company and yeah. all the money, and they can use it for whatever they want, private jets, etc. Wow. I'm sure they're also going to use a pl- uh, plenty of it to help the environment because they have a genuine, uh, right. they do have a genuine belief in that, but like the... Uh, the but it's the, not all it's sold uh, It's not all it's sold right. to be. And okay. this guy, and he paid, you know, PR wow. people millions, so I tell the New York Times and all these That's companies crazy. that... Uh, uh, how how great it was, yeah. Are you a married guy? Uh, I've been with the same woman for 15 years. We're not married. Oh, why didn't you get married? Because you don't buy into it. Yeah, that's another that's episode. Exactly <laughs> that's it another was an episode. episode. Well, yeah. the, the wedding ring one was like eye-opening, the diamond one. That was the that was our first episode. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah. And that's what everybody's like, what's going on here? And then every episode after is great. The uh, So you didn't get married and she's in on this. Because like, I, I wonder on, what yeah. you would be like on a date. Because <laughs> once she starts talking, you just start shaking your head. Why are you doing this, Adam? Why? <laughs> no, you're wrong. i got to tell you something. Here, first off, here's what you need to this know. This guy ruined everything we yeah, talk about. Because it's not necessarily... And you, you're not a know-it-all, which is the fun of it. I think I told you that last time. It's like Thank something you. about you makes it okay for you to go, hey, dummy, listen. Well, I try to admit when I don't know something. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten better at that as I've gotten older. Yeah. You know, uh, 15 years ago when we met, I was a little bit less chill. But I found the yeah. one woman who was willing to put up with it. You yeah. know, What does she do? Uh, she's, a, she's a cartoonist and she's a TV writer. She, she Really? Created, she created a show called Tuca and Birdie on um, okay. Adult Swim. And before that, she worked on BoJack Horseman. She's oh, the, no kidding. The original artist behind BoJack Horseman wow. who did all the art on that. Hilarious yep. show. Yeah, how uh, about that? Yeah. And 15 years and she's all in on the no marriage thing. She is. And, um, and it's never going to change. I mean, even look, for tax purposes, separate Maybe, accounts, joint account. Yeah. Are you what are we looking at? Five hundred one four. How much do you guys donate your writing money to the environment? We'll see if we ever get in health insurance trouble, and we need yeah. we need that. That you know, maybe something along those lines. We love each other very much. We don't need to bring you know. It's like the old uh, Mitch Hedberg joke. I don't need to bring ink and paper into this. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, it's true. And uh, it, you know, it's uh, when when you get married. Here's the strange thing about getting married. Okay. You go to a courthouse, you can get married in five minutes. It right. takes a little bit of time. When you get married, 
you are signing up for an entire stack of legal paperwork of a contract. Oh, yeah. You know, we bought a house, right? When you buy a house, they bring that big stack of paperwork. Yeah. And the and signing. You, you sign yeah. 100 documents, and you've got a realtor or maybe a lawyer there going, like, let, you can ask, right. what is this one? What is this right. one? What does this one mean? Right? When you get married, you're, uh, you're signing up for that amount of legal obligation, but you never sign the contract. No one ever brings you the contract and says, hey, this is sure. what in the state of California or the state of Arizona, yeah. this is what you're signing up for. And if you ever want to undo this, here's what you, you have yeah, to do. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, exactly. And so – and we've got a one-size-fits-all kind of marriage here in America. We don't have the ability to pick and choose, hey, what if we just want to share the health insurance but we don't want to combine assets? One one thing about right. us is we love to have our – me and her, we have completely separate financial lives yeah. and that's how we like it. And we split everything. You know, We split our mortgage and we split you know, the dog the dog. You're sovereign people. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And so, and we kind of like it that way. And and you know, she's she's her own person, her own creative entity, her own yeah. her, her own person in every way. And that's what I love about her. And I don't want yeah. her to to be to be. You'll too, never experience you're on the same page. You'll never like, experience the joy of divorce, though. Just <laughs> <laughs> ask Brett and I. It's oh, one yeah. of the greatest feelings. Oh, you'll yeah. Ever. yeah, it's one of the best feelings you'll ever. I've have. heard this. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really it's it's forever. Yeah, it's the best thing in the world. It's refreshing. I, I, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it truly is. Like wow, I'm committed to this. It's a really good thing. Yeah, I drive by those uh, like on uh, uh, lamp posts and stuff when you're driving. You see things that divorce as low as two hundred dollars. You're like, you can't beat these prices. Even if you're happy, you got to take advantage of that because you're never going to get up for that. Yeah, you're right. It is a uh, government got involved. Yeah, instead it, of just holding hands and saying, you know what, let's do this. Here's what I love about our relationship. I'm like, sometimes I say to her when she's got a problem, I'm like, hey, doors wide open. You know what I mean? Nice. Leave any time you like. But <laughs> you're, you're Italian, here. Man. You're here because you want to be. That's because we're not yeah, married. I know every day you're here because you want to be. If you've got a big problem, you can walk out. But yeah. you, but you won't, and I won't because we love each other. Right. And that's the kind of security I want. The the thing I hate is. Oh, what if she's just here because it's too much of a hassle? Right. Well, what if he's here because he doesn't want to lose his dough? It's a yeah, good deal. exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, that's a, an antiquated way to think of it, but it's true. I mean, there's years she's made more than me, so, you know, if yeah. I wanted some of her dough, I could get it. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, then let's get you hitched, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when this stand-up thing dries up when AI Although takes over. Although it doesn't matter because you, you live in California. Yeah. So yeah. that's... Well, they, that's yeah. what they say, but yeah. lawyers get involved and make that 50-50 thing different. Adam, again, as, again, you're here, and I can talk to you all day. Yeah. Uh, at the Tempe Improv this weekend, Adam Conover, uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, TempeImprov.com. You've already left us with a lot, but leave us with some words of wisdom as you uh, exit our building. Oh, my gosh. Well, look, uh, pe- people keep asking me about, by the way, the, the Writers Guild of America is on strike right yeah. now. Did you know that? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, we're on the front lines. There's, uh, I was just picketing yesterday. Um, and so just just return to that theme of people underrating their humanity. Yeah. You know, we're we're up fighting against these companies that want to you know replace us with AI and, yeah. and you know pay us less and make more content for less money, just like you guys are here yeah. on radio. And it is so inspiring to get out there and for uh, you know for all of us to like fight for our rights and our right. and our wages together. And and uh, I hope everybody takes that opportunity. You yeah. know, and, and uh, fights for themselves. And I should probably should end it on comedy because yeah. I'm a stand up comic. Yeah. I want you to come see me at the Tempe Improv. But that's where my head at, yeah, you haven't written a joke. You're not allowed. <laughs> I'm on strike. <laughs> Who is the comedian that said that? that it, oh, was a. Uh, he was saying it, he was like, uh, I'm on. A, I'm a writer, so I'm on strike. When I come up with a good idea, I'm just like, nope, not writing that down. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. He's holding his own career back trying to do it. I do that most of the time. I, I also do that when I'm not on strike, but it's yeah. nice to have an excuse to not write. Yeah. That's the best part. You're, you're part of the system now. You're, you're helping out the, the lesser. Yeah. Uh, it's always good to see you. Adam Conover, uh, 10 p.m. Pro. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, John. Always great to see you. Awesome. 98 KUPD. 
Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.